You're listening to Two Tape Decks and a Mixing Board, a podcast about life through the lens of music. B-Sides! Random thoughts, musings, and outtakes from the creative minds that bring you two tape decks and a mixing board. Okay, All Sam, right. so here I'm going to drop some, this is some strange kind of news. It's not news, but details of a world I had no idea existed. Ooh. I like the sound of that. You know the up. you know the Chernobyl reactor disaster in the Soviet Union. I think it was 1986. Absolutely, I remember that. There, there was an HBO documentary or like a like a, a series about that recently too, right? Right, and I am actually reading the book that the series was based on. And I this is the thing that I want to get to that was strange. Not even not strange beyond strange. It was bizarre. Do you know in the dead zones or the so called fallout zones that there are still people that live to this day in this highly toxic cancer inducing i'm assuming death inducing at some point environment use a lot of them are just old people in fact i think they're all old people they're people that had to evacuate years ago whenever this happened and then snuck back in or were allowed back in and they live in relative isolation in these Mostly deserted villages and hamlets. It's bizarre stuff, dude. Bizarre. How is that even possible? Like, I thought that whole area was still like a really hostile environment for anything that's that's living. Is that not true anymore? Has it been long enough? Well, here's the thing. I was watching. I'm going to give a shout out to this guy. I don't know. He'll never hear it. But his, his channel, it's a YouTube channel called The Bald and the Bankrupt. <laughs> that's a good name and he gets his little gopro and he wanders around he's he's probably about our age wanders around out in these forbidden zones and i guess if you don't stay too long you're okay when you go to visit you can actually go to visit priapet which is the village which is the city that the the chernobyl factory workers or the reactor workers lived in that's the city that got abandoned you can get a pass to go in. I don't know how he did, but you can get a pass and you go in. And after you're you're done, you got to go through a radiation screening machine. And if you have radiation, I, I guess they don't let you out. They make you quarantine. Wow. But while he was in this dead this dead zone, and then of course in the north, which is I think the the city or this I guess the state of Belarus or the country of Belarus, where the where a lot of the ashes flew up, they they're just living and. One guy, this is the crazy thing. This one guy he was like 80 years old. Um, he lives way out. There's a truck that comes delivers his food. I, I, I mean, the roads are there's there's hardly any roads, and he got in trouble because his buddy ratted him out for eating a radioactive fish. You know, like like the, like the Simpsons, Blinky, the three eyed fish. It's exactly what it made me think of when you said that. Well, he <laughs> he eats one of these fish, and him and his buddy actually ate ate one. His buddy, what? his buddy got caught, ratted him out. His buddy tested positive for radiation. I, I don't know if it's sickness, but he was he was radioactive. The old wow. man who ate the other fish, nothing. The guy that like lived there already? Nothing yeah, happened no to- no radiation. He lives there. He ate a toxic poison fish and he's fine. I don't dude, it's bizarre. It's the most bizarre story. And these people Whoa. they do they won't leave. They're all old people. 
Like there was one village of 80. There people are dead. There's like eight people left in the whole village. They won't leave. They just live out there in this wasteland. It's like it's like freaking Fallout 4, the like the the video game. It's bizarre. Wait, okay, so two questions right off the bat. Yeah. Are you saying that these people that live there that they've never left since the incident? And two, are you suggesting that maybe they've somehow adapted to this hostile environment? They were they were escorted out at some point. I think they snuck back in, or were, they don't they don't give detail on how they got back in. Okay, but somehow yeah. they have learned to adapt, and their bo- their bodies have absorbed the radiation or not absorbed it. Either way, they have not got sick. Maybe it's all wow. the vodka they drink. There was a lot of drinking on this uh, on this <laughs> video. So, um, so. Did this guy get a measurement of like what the radioactivity levels were in the area where they live? I mean, this is like it sounds to me what you're describing is like they should not be living any kind of even close to like a normal life where they're living. But somehow they're managing to survive. Is that right? Yeah, they they have chickens. They they showed them plowing a field. So they're actually growing plants in this environment. Wow. Uh I was I was unaware that people were out there. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if like some vagrants or some like skinwalker people are out there all face melted or something. But this guy right. did have I don't know what it's called. It's not a tachometer, but it's the little radiation detector. And at various points you could hear it clicking and then he went down in the dirt at one point and he goes, "Wow, this it was going off the chart. The the dirt was radioactive." In fact, what I've heard is that that there's not a lot of bugs in some of these areas because, you know, the theory wow. that the that the last thing left after nuclear war will be the cockroaches. No, yeah. it'll probably be wolves because the bugs can't live in the radioactive dirt. Wow. So was this guy like walking around with like a Geiger counter or something like that? Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, look up bald and bankrupt. Maybe I'll send you a link. Okay. It's yeah, just freaking bizarre, really- dude. I'm like, how in the hell is this? I mean, first of all. I didn't realize they let people in to to the town of Priapet and the like yeah. you could actually go to where the Chernobyl reactor was and there's there's this billion dollar dome on it that's trying to I think it I don't know it'll last 100 years and they have to rebuild it again the land wow. will be toxic for 20,000 years 20,000 20, years 20,000 years and these like if you that's that's twice like almost twice the amount of time if you go back in time from now like go back 20,000 years that's almost twice the amount of time since the end of the last ice age and that's how long it's going to be radioactive yeah it's i mean here's my thought i think eventually people younger people are going to sneak back in there and maybe maybe criminals there there could be criminals out there right now but i would imagine that you would get sick but i don't know these old people these old people swigging vodka like it's water just, just That's some resilience right there. Like, like for me, like I've seen images of Chernobyl within the last, I would say, ten years. Yeah, um, where people like take drones back there and fly around. There's plenty of those videos, and you know, I, I think, I think there's like an amusement park that's back in there. That's like that has pieces of it that you can see, like a yep. big Ferris wheel, and and then there's that big uh, radio tower. Yep, that's back there. That was similar to like the Heart Project here in the states that they talk about. Like it was made to be able to detect incoming missiles. Yeah. Then then there's all these conspiracy theories. Like you know, so I I know about that, but I had I have never seen anything about like people yeah. actually surviving in like this like dystopian kind of a world. Like it's actually happening right now. It's not 
science fiction it's actually going on in fact one of the one of the the guys he stops there's a there's a market basically like remember handy pantry over in north county like the little oh yeah you, you could buy beer and bread and whiskey <laughs> and donuts there was a little more about that place in 20 years yeah. or 30 years <laughs> there was a little market on the edge of the I'm not. I don't know if they're calling it the dead zone. I think they're calling it the irradiated zone. I'm going to call it the dead zone because it's you, you should be dead if you're in there. And sure. this this guy, he this bald and bankrupt guy, picks up a bunch of food and for like gifts to the people that he's going to visit. And dude, I'm talking like old ladies, babushkas is what they call them. Wow, old eighty year old ladies making their own moonshine and making. Pig fat sandwich, dude. It's it's bizarre. I'll send you the link. It's I. You've got to see it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I got to see that. Send that to me. Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe we should actually uh, follow up on this at some point and see if we can. Well, hell, we should just go and visit there. What do you say? Let's just go and check it out for ourselves. Well, I've already got Parkinson, so uh, I'm not really worried about radiation at this point. Maybe maybe my <laughs> PD is giving me some kind of. Uh, uh, inherent immunity because whatever part of my brain it would aid out is already ate up already. <laughs> <laughs>